running back, wide receivers, tight ends, quarterbacks, you've got a preview of our silly 2023 rankings um, without obviously knowing what is going to happen in 2022. Check out the website, campusdecant.com. There's always something going on there. Check out the the podcast feed and the YouTube page. All right. Sorry, Kirk Street. We'll get you next time. Peace. I got to send this show link 54, 5429. I got to send this to Mike. Mike might be monologuing his after show. You heading out? I just don't feel like I want to relax. Don't blame you. Let's see here. We could chat Debbie Debate Listener League. Maybe we should have given yeah. that last spot to Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Um, we're we're six rounds through our supplemental draft. Uh, for, for probably most of the people listening to this at this point are are in the league, C two C league. Uh, does anybody have any? Let, let, hold on, hold on. Thoughts? Austin wants to talk about this league because he has like he had like four first round draft picks. He's probably had he had five. He had five first round draft picks. So you have he like 13 of the first 16 picks. So, yeah, not quite that bad, but yes, it was a lot. Do you want me to apologize? Go ahead, finish whatever you I was just asking. How everybody, is there, are there any picks that you thought were like odd or really, really good or steals or man? I'm gonna be honest, I haven't looked at any. Like, I, I haven't looked even... either because it's yeah. there's no, there's no, it's a free league. So, like with uh, well, I feel like as I just got the tag, I'm back on the clock. Like I've been so busy. I I literally just took Gavin Sawchuk with my last pick because I just didn't want to go look for anybody else at the moment. I was like, just give me the somebody guy took I like, Rob Thomas in front I'm of me, and I was really upset about it. I needed saving you, saving you from yourself. Oh, what's, what's up, guys? What's up, Mike? What's up? What's How's it going? I heard Felix pretty much calling me like one of his kids. He's like, I don't want the heck. Oh, me coming I what? You're like I don't want to deal with Mike. Oh, yeah. No, he yeah. said he no, said he's no, hopping no, off. Relax. You're gonna be by yourself. Yeah, he said he wants uh, to relax. Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, said I, I, I can be relaxing. Relax. My wife relax is what I'm gonna do after this. Uh, after I get off this microphone, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so, um, I do have some news for the listeners, though. Um, me and Corey are back on for starting the Devi show. We talked about it today, so we'll be. Doing that, he's a little. He's uh. Thank you for the class. Top that's secret. Awesome. That's top secret. We can't let the people know that. <laughs> well, this was a pretty good Debbie show, so I was, I was ready to come on to talk slander about the college debate. But this is a pretty good. Debbie I was gonna show. say, Mike, I'm sure you're happy that we're gonna have a true Debbie show on the feed now. Yeah, absolutely. Since it's just college football debate. Exactly. Exactly. You guys are gonna have so much fun talking about Bryce Young, and you know Michael Mayer for fucking <laughs> six months. <laughs> and and uh, Kayshawn Boutte versus uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba. So I, when we first talked about it before the Debbie guide started rolling off, I had I think twenty five outlines for like show sheets for us to do during the year. Holy crap! And to just rinse and repeat. Um, the thing is that I saved that through Slack. I didn't know Slack was going to delete that shit after like a month. Ah. So I'm very sad about that, but I'm sure I'll remember most of it. I'm gonna get started on those, but yeah, so. Mike. I think that you could. I mean, it's fine doing a show with Corey, but I think that you could solo host a show. I really do. 
Okay, so I do that. I tried that with my old podcast. Um, one, my mouth gets dry really fast. Two, I like forget to breathe sometimes. True. Right. <laughs> and then and then the middle of the show I'll just be like <gasps> it's, just, it's just weird you just, just it's just reps man it's just reps I can produ- I will produce you so you won't be by yourself but you'll be the main one talking on the mic I've always uh, said solo potting is so impressive like I I give mad kudos to Brandon Lejeune who does every single one of his well now he's doing it with um uh, with Jason uh, Dorenzo from uh, uh, Debbie Watch, but like for the first 100 episodes or whatever, he did it by himself, and that was just like super. Fill 50 minutes of space by yourself. I mean, I, I don't think I could do it consistently. Yeah, and you're just kind of talking to yourself too. You get in your own head after I think like 20 minutes. You're like, I'm just talking to myself in a room by myself. Hope no one's watching me through the window. Luke, Luke in the audience wants to talk about Tavi and Rudolph. They're definitely going to talk about his G5. I haven't listened to that at to your newest video yet, Felix, but you, you get the name wrong again? No, I don't think so. I think I laughed when I said it. <laughs> Listen, people know who I'm talking about. I just say the school and the name. <clears throat> Hands down the funniest thing that's happened on any of our shows ever. <laughs> that is not even in the top five of the no, funny that, things that, that was up there and then honestly one of my favorites too was uh from the morning show when he just like just decided he was coming on like five minutes before the show he like <laughs> messed up all of our stuff and then like as we were talking about the guys we wanted that week he like started taking all of our players and just watching you no, I didn't, get pissed off I like, didn't, shut I didn't up like just show. yelling into the mic was I didn't look at the show sheet. There was no preparation. I no, didn't know who you guys great. were taking. It was it was just so funny listening. Like, cause you started like you named I think Mox's guy and Colin's guy. Both of them were like, "What the hell?" And then you named Austin's guy. And just watching him just like start yelling was just it was so good. First they came for Colin's sure. guys, and I didn't speak yeah. out because Colin's guy was probably bad. And then they came for Chris's guy. I didn't speak out because it wasn't me. But then he came for my guy. You know, it's the old poem. <clears throat> Mm. So what's up, Mike? Not much. I've been um I've been actually diving into the 2024 class, which makes me feel good that I'm not too far behind because everyone's behind because of the Debbie guy. And as well, listeners, I have access to Austin's notes. And I really like that, like I love that me and Austin don't like the same thing in a player. I, I read some of your notes on some players. I read some notes on uh DeAndre Moore, the Louisville committed wide receiver nine, I believe. Um I love them. And I looked at your notes and we have like the same exact notes, but our grades are very different. Cause I, I love them. Cause I thought I saw a lot of shades of Khalil Shakir there who just went in the fifth. So that's not really a positive, but I love that. T- I love that solid game. He's a good player. I mean, I think it's a really good uh, wide receiver class overall. I mean, I have right now I've watched, I've graded out like 20 ish kids and I have 12 in my, in my tier one or tier two, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, I'm at 20 as well, or maybe like 1918. And it's really tough. Like a lot of the tier two guy, the top tier two guys, I think are really close. Like Brandon Ennis, I think is really good, and he's like my wide receiver eight. I, I've my, seen these hi- highlights from Jaden Greathouse, and he's like the receiver 20 something in the class. Yeah, he's my so wide Ines, Ines is my wide receiver one right now. Like I really like Ines's game a lot. 
I mean, it's not surprising though what you said about Great House. I feel like we were really high on a bunch of guys that like twenty four seven sports on three were not high on at all. I mean, I mean TJ Allen was one. What was Adam uh, Randall in the composite? Like sixteen or something? He wasn't yeah, that that's high. True. And we had him like wide receiver three or four. Are you guys worried about Great House's like athletics though? I do have access to um, Matt Big Wide Receiver guys like uh, model, so I have all of his stuff too. And uh, Greyhouse only runs 19.8 miles per hour. And 20.5 was a threshold they outlined for us. I'm not that worried about it because I think he needs to lose some weight. I think if he just, like, gets in better yeah. shape, I think, okay. like, a lot of that issue will clear itself up. It is problematic, though, because I feel like our estimates are slightly um, higher than what we see from other people who provide the same data. So if he's at, you know, 19 point whatever, to me that means he's actually slower than that. But – and big wide receiver guys watching. I mean, you can correct me on that. Twenty point five is not threshold. Oh man, um, I think it's like nineteen point eight or something. I thought twenty point five was like. After that, it was like only one guy was successful. After that, and I think it was I, like. I feel like big wide gosh. receiver guys just gonna like. Butt he said his, like we should just we should just send him a link. Twenty point five is not the threshold, is what he said. He's gonna come on here like Kool Aid Man. He's <laughs> popping the wall. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to correct me then in the chat. Because I think it's like Isaiah Hodgins like barely gets caught up in the data set. And he's he, I don't think he hits yeah. 20. I think that was the one outlier. If I remember yeah. the episode right. He, 19 yeah. or 19 and a half. 19 yeah. Okay. All right. A lot of this class, according to his stuff, is a little slower. But like they're juniors, so I, I imagine they take a big step up their senior year. But anyway, I'm let me just say this. Up. I'm sorry. I'm gonna so change go the subject here. Donovan Green leading Wake Forest in receiving is not out there. He's never He's not out there. receiving. He's a senior. He was on his way. Donovan Green is not a senior. He's he a fourth, a he's a fourth year player. Year. So whatever you want to call him, he's a fourth year player. Like he was injured all of last year. Last yep. year he would have went off had he been healthy. So I mean, we're just I. I don't you think they called you out in the chat about that for the listeners. For, for listeners now. For the listeners in the Slack, the I want to say it might have been PJ. Someone called him out and be like, "Was who did this?" It was Nate Marquise, wasn't it? <laughs> Which like he doesn't usually ever post anything in there. He just came in and was like, "Who the hell posted this on Twitter?" Yeah, Nate is such a background character that when he speaks up, you gotta listen. I love that we all knew right away it was Felix, though. Oh yeah, yeah. There was like I didn't even know what was going on, and I was like, it was Felix. If anybody posted something controversial on a player, it was Felix. I'm a huge Donovan Green fan. I didn't think anyone else was, so I was kind of like, all right. I don't think At Perry's a legitimate Debbie guy. Um, I don't, I don't think he is either. I think he's that talk is goofy, but um, yeah. As a matter of fact, gonna, I'm, he's going to out receive. I'm I'm compiling a list of overrated players, and he is like in my top five. Add Cedric Tillman at this point to that list, too. He's, like, getting first-round draft capital on Mox. I don't I think that's too much. I'm telling you, he's going to go in the range that Michael Pittman went in. I have, C- like – Cedric Tillman or, or Isaiah down. Mayor? Mayor. Yeah, Mayor. Probably here's, slightly. Here's the thing, too, another another draft trend, is that usually there's, like, one late declare guy each year. Sometimes it's zero. Sometimes it's two. So I'm, like, averaging out of one. Like, one late declare guy actually becomes fantasy relevant. Like each year, and next year you got Wicks, Nayor, Cowing, all coming out, and Jaden Reed. That's like the four big names for me. So it's like, which one of those four is going to be the guy that I'm in the Nayor train? To be relevant, I think Nayor is kind of overrated, but 
but um, he's fine. He's kind of clunky as a mover, in my opinion. Okay, I I think personalized, but yeah, I I do a lot of projecting. I think it was like I want to say Luke asked me so long ago about like, do you do a lot of projecting? I think he asked in a chat on a show one time, and I really thought about this last week, and then like the answer is like, yeah, because I'm I'm looking on like Jerry on Dickey for um the 24 class night. I do like his profile and, and his like physical frame, I think is maxed out, which is fine. That means he can like grow into it athletically and get those numbers up. But I'm like concerned about Oregon. Like why would, why would anyone go to Oregon? I think it's going to be a totally different team there in the next couple of years. So I'm not, Oregon is not necessarily off putting to me. Um, I mean, they're in the hunt for Rashada and Dante Moore. I don't know if they'll get either of them because Moore just seems to want to get as much money as possible, which is like starting to red flag me uh, pretty hard about him. Um, okay. But like Rashada ending up there in an offense where like I think they're going to want him to push the don't ball downfield, I think would be a perfect marriage. I think he would work well there with Troy Franklin, with Deontay Thornton, with you know a bunch of these guys. Yeah, personally, but. Okay, Don, Don, Tavion Wicks is not overrated. Right? He has a good release package. I, he's a good player. But I, I do think as far as the pros go, he might just be like a Michael Gallup, you know, like a boomer bus, spires over four or five on your roster. But, yeah, I am I am a little worried about what his ceiling is. Oh. But I think he'll definitely have a – he'll definitely have a um, – okay. God, no, the kids aren't down. <laughs> What? I'm glad to know the kids. You didn't put the kids down, you know? No, no, it's summertime. They'll be up till. Fuck, I went to work at three o'clock this morning, and both of them were still up playing games on their tablets. So no fucking way. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Damn. Yeah, it's summertime, man. Do whatever you want. Just don't wake me up because I gotta get up early. That's all I care about. Fair enough. And there's no rules of that house. I think my God, mom. No. I think no. my mom would have killed me if I tried that. Yeah, I used to sneak downstairs growing up. Got caught a few times. I don't know. Does, does like does Matt just like come down to the fridge, like pop open the milk card, you know, get that late night drink, and just like look over the kids, and be like, "All right." No, they they're literally <laughs> sitting in my living room, just like sitting. We just bought them like these brand new like big beanbag chairs recently, and like yes. I came out. My, I mean, my wife comes home at midnight. It's not like they were just sitting up all night by themselves. I'm gonna get like CPS called on me. Like I just walked out here. My wife was sitting here watching TV at like three o'clock in the morning, and both my kids were just sitting on their tabs. Like, okay, well, love you guys. I'm going to work. Just get up and leave. It don't matter to me. I don't have to go do anything tomorrow. Man, I miss those days. Yeah, I'm right there with you on that. That's awesome. Oh man, are you guys <laughs> able? To, are you guys able to follow the program uh, draft for the NFL side, or like not at all? No, because I hate side, sleepers, no. so I don't care at all to go look at it. I'll no. look at the teams when they're done. I was talking to Matt, big receiver guy. I was like, "Yo, I like your pick." It was like Traylon Burks in like the late fifth, and he was like, "I hate my team." <laughs> I was like, "Why?" He's like. I I got no quarterbacks, and I'm just and I sent him I sent him an offer, and it was like 100 taking advantage of the information I just got, and he's just like, this is the most disrespectful thing you said to me this whole process. I'm in this bonkers C2C startup right now. We did the NFL side first, and we only have to start one running back. So I just faded this shit out of running back. I took like I took um 
um, Leonard Fournette in like the eighth round. It was like my, my one quarterback <laughs> I took. I just loaded up on wide receivers because uh, we only had to start one. And now we're drafting the college side. And we have to draft more on the college side, but I think like the settings on the NFL side should at least slightly influence what you're doing. This dude yeah. through this dude through seven rounds has taken seven running backs. He's literally only taken running backs from the two spot. It's fucking bonkers. I've never seen this before. He went Bijan, Braylon Allen, Jaden Blue, Blake Corum, Jace McClellan, Kendall Milton, Israel Abanaconda through seven rounds. Wow. I've taken one because again, I don't you just have need to one. Start. one. <laughs> I, yeah. I took Gibbs in the first round. I was like, okay, oh, we're there good. you go. And then he'll be the one next year. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's hilarious. It's just so weird seeing in this new this new draft room on on fan tracks. It's just red, 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 red the whole way down. <laughs> yeah, I see like, it just straight down. Yeah. Oh, I actually do have a question for you guys. I should have asked him when Felix was here. I'm I'm kind of ripping off the fantasy footballers here, but I heard the question on their show. Wanted to ask you guys the same question. Of the three hosts around here tonight, so Matt, Austin, and Felix, if the three of you guys had to co-manage a team, and the positions were. Uh, one person has to draft the team, another person has to do the starting lineups, and the other person does the trading. Who's doing each of those, those jobs out of you three? So I would definitely make sure Felix sets the lineups because I don't trust him making trades and or doing the draft. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you're care like your the middle other school two. team and you're like, where can yeah. this kid do the least damage? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> Felix will be put on lineup lineup construction every single week. And hopefully it's a best ball league too. And then we're set. We don't have to worry about it. Uh, I don't care about the other side. I, I'm fine if Austin does the draft or if he if he trades. Like I I mean I feel like Austin would probably be better on the drafting side of things because he's less emotional about certain. Like, if there's a player that I'm attached to, I'll, I'll reach a couple rounds earlier to make sure I get him. Although it didn't work out for me last year in Kyle McCord, but most of the time I I don't have an issue reaching for certain players. Um, but I don't typically. I feel like I'm a much, I'm much more stringent on trading. Like I did the trade with Austin this offseason for Kyle McCord, Lorenzo Styles, but like typically I won't make a trade unless I feel like I'm winning it. And that one I was just because like I needed it. I have one share of Kyle McCord besides besides the one I just got from Austin. That was that was the pride trade of the offseason because at the time yeah. we I had been really talking up Lorenzo Styles and so we, we did it straight up. That was that's okay. a good one. So would you agree then, Austin? You'd be the drafter and Matt would be the trader. I'd be fine with that. I don't really like negotiating with people, so that's completely fine with me. I I hate that part of Austin does reach. <laughs> So for the Debbie Debate Listener League, so last year I got burned in the startup hard on the college side. Okay. I underestimated how much everybody having my ranks and like knowing my sleepers in a 14-team startup would screw me. Um, and I never really caught on. Well, by like round 15, like every like my like the guy I usually take around 35 is gone. I'm like, well, this sucks. Uh, so I ended up with a bunch of dudes that I never draft anywhere. It didn't really go very well year one. Um, so I kind of blew some things up and that's how I ended up with all the picks. Um, but this year in the supplemental draft, now I'm just like, like I just wrote that article about like eight stashes you should, you should be looking at that are like, you know, good, good projections forward. It was like, it was like draft, it was like draft Cartavius Norton in the sixth to eighth round. I took him in the third. I was like, I'm not waiting for any (laughs) of you fuckers to read this article to take my guys so that's been well, I, 
it's it's funny because I don't know if we published this stuff then, but like I know a lot of our Debbie debate after shows were the three of us yeah. complaining about that last year because like it was like even all the guys that we liked were getting grabbed. And it's like, man, what the like it, it kind of yes. I think we none of us realized yeah. like these people are listening to us every single week. We didn't really catch on that they're going to know who we're in on and who we want. And so they were just grabbing them before we could. Like someone really took Clay to... Millen in like round 11. I was like, yeah. Oh shit. Like, this, guy this, is, <laughs> this is not going well. Yeah. I, I really want to tweet stuff about like NFL players right now, but because of the program, like I really care about that league. Like I really was like, no, I, I won't say anything for the next like two weeks. Cause I want to get this NFL draft done. I want to be like, what round are you guys in? Middle of the six. Middle of the six. I reached, I reached for a player. I'm not really sure how I feel about it. Who'd you reach for? I traded up to the two four to grab Javante Williams. I'm fine with it. I mean, so my roster right now is is Herbert, CMC, Javante, uh, Deontay Johnson, and then Derek Carr. I like it. I mean, quarterback wise, you're. Your, your stat because it's that Scott Fishbowl scoring, which I don't think a lot of people like. You've got to have good quarterbacks. That that's a big, big thing that helps you. That helps push you over. Yeah, Big West Rivers pretty screwed. He took his first quarterback last round. Nope, in the fourth, and he took Zach Wilson. So that's what he's dealing with Yikes. right now. Yeah, he he put up like multiple negative weeks. It's like that's the thing. Everybody looks at that. And you want those rushing quarterbacks, right? But not with this scoring. It's guys who just complete passes, don't have a lot of interceptions and turnovers. Uh, that's that's going to be kind of the big thing. Oh, so like Mac I, Jones, Mac Jones is going to be a big deal. Mac Jones was good last year. He was. Okay, wait. Because of the scoring. All right, my picks up in like five. I might have to scoop up Mac Jones. I meant to bring this up earlier, Austin, because I, I know you guys, I didn't know Mike was so deep into the um, the 23 and 24 class. Like, how excited should I be about the fact that there's a chance that the Buckeyes are going to land Brandon in his Carnell Tate and Noah Rogers? I don't get the hype on Tate. I'm not big on Tate or – I thought – I thought so I know Austin's really big on um, John T. Cook. Yeah, when I watched him, I thought he was really good at angles. Like he's he's probably the best player I've seen um, manipulate angles. But like I don't know, like that's not really something that I like in a in a prospect. So I like I I grade him pretty highly actually so far. I think he's like number five or six. But um, he's not in my tier one. And I just I don't know, dude. I, like I'm sitting there like like he's not he nothing in his game is flashy. He just knows where to hit and how fast to go. And it's just that's just it. Like that's how he makes his hay. There's nothing, nothing's flashy about his game to me. Which I is think like, that's a huge skill in its own right. <laughs> yeah. Kind of just not to think about it at all. Uh, Noah Rogers is really interesting. He kind of reminds me of like a Dakari or a Bo Collins. Like I think okay. Clemson was in on him and it makes complete sense. Like he's exactly what Clemson wants at the position. Uh, I like Ennis a lot. I know, Mike, you weren't as high on him, but I think he's a little harder to get a read on because he played a lot of quarterback last year. Because their their quarterback went down like game three or something pretty Tomorrow, early. Brandon, Brandon Innes didn't Innes play a lot of quarterback last year? Am I thinking of someone different? I think you're thinking of uh, is it Niblet? Niblet played a lot of quarterback. I haven't watched any Niblet. I don't even know who that is. He's a so. Texas commit. He's my lowest graded guy. I'm not big on him at all. <laughs> I could have sworn Brandon Innes played a bunch of quarterback last year. He's he's my he's my receiver one. He's my number one. I'm huge on him. I think I messaged you about him. I was like, we need to get to Brandon Innes. I thought he looked like. He looked polished to me. Like I liked a lot about his game. He reminded me of like 
Remind me of uh, Garrett Wilson, honestly, but like a little more physical, like a little more contact balance to his game. So you'll yeah, probably okay. you'll probably okay. know the answer to this, Mike. Where did where did Mac Jones figure finish in like regular fantasy leagues last year? Oh, uh, I want to say eighteen or nineteen. Okay. He he had a nice hot streak at the end of like three games of twenty points. Yeah. Out of, like, oh yeah. No, he he had more QB one weeks than any other rookie did. He had six. Uh, I looked that up. Davis Mills. Davis Mills Uh, had four or five. Yeah, he only had four. It was it was uh Mac Jones had six. Justin Fields, Davis Mills both had four. Trevor Lawrence had. I'm sorry, they had five. Trevor Lawrence had four, and I know Zach Wilson had two. I got it up Uh, here. Mac Jones was at 18, and he okay. So he finished at 16 in the program. Zach Wilson did not finish as a top 32 scoring quarterback. That's terrible. In our in our in the uh, scoring here, Sam Darnold. Uh, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Tyler Huntley finished above Zach Wilson. So, yeah, not Mac great. Jones had that negative game, too, against not Buffalo where they ran the ball the whole game. So, yeah. But anyway, I wish I could say I'm more excited this year for the Patriots, but, like, the offense didn't change. And so I don't – like, when am I going to get, like, two more oh, – 200 geez. more receiving, passing guards out of the Patriots? Like, I don't know. I didn't really, he had a negative nine game. Too. Yeah, it was that against Buffalo. Mac Jones. Yeah, at the end of the they year, they just ran it. They just ran it the whole time. Yeah, that's that's when they ran. He had three attempts the whole game. Woof! What a terrible game that was to watch. Well, future NFL champ Kenny Pickett says hi. So <laughs> can't say that with a straight face. I'm also a really big fan of um, Hakeem Williams. Like, I'm like a huge fan. Like I, I love watching his tape. I love that he actually put blocking on his tape. A lot of pancaking dudes as a as a receiver. Uh he is my favorite tall, I think. Let me double check. Well, I mean, I like some other taller guys. I mean, Great House is six two. Rogers is like six two, six three, but I really like Hakeem Williams. I think he's the problem with Hakeem Williams is that he doesn't know how to play football at all. And I mean that like the nicest way possible like he just uses his physical gifts like he's just fast as shit he's fluid as shit and he can't he's, like run any routes like he, he, he just it's literally kids. it's literally all yak it's like catch it like three yards yeah. of line scrimmage and then just freaking burn everybody so if he can like i think georgia would be a, an awful place for him to go um his final four or whatever is so damn weird i thought Georgia was a good place because I thought Georgia likes the bullying type of receivers. I thought he fits the mold of what they develop. I'm just not sure. Like overall, they've done a really good job of utilizing wide receivers, like in the way, the best way they should be used. And like, like, like you could even argue like they developed Adonai Mitchell. Like I think people are too high on Adonai Mitchell at current state. Like what's he going to, he's going to catch 30 passes there next year. Max for like 400 32 yards and four touchdowns like yeah. he's not gonna do anything and I'm, I'm pretty against the athletic receivers to get high draft capital like that's being athletic and raw is fine going from high school to college but once you're going from college to the nfl like i don't really want the raw guys anymore it's just rare that it hits but when it does hit it hits pretty big but I'm yeah, not it, do- it doesn't really ever hit i'm not a huge fan of that if you don't know I how think- to play football by the time we get to the nfl you've failed it's just DK Metcalf, I think, right? Like DK Metcalf was like the last one that was just raw and just. Oh, well, and the thing is, he was a round two pick. Like I'm willing to take him, um, in the second round. But yeah, like he, he was not particularly polished. I thought, 
I had, I really loved Brown that year. Um, so, but what do I know? Right. Should, um, we call, should we call this thing off? We should. We should. Everyone else left us. Yeah. Hopefully, Matt trades up for a quarterback here soon. <laughs> Since he was listening. 